You know who's a bad, not, what's the male version of a bad mamma jamma? That's what Stan is. Manna jamma? Manna yeah, jamma. Manna jamma. <laughs> That's what Stan Prouse is. Now, before the break, you said you were going to tie all this into PTSD. Explain, please. Well, here's the deal. I thought I should learn something about PTSD, so I got on my computer and started Googling and, you know, linking and everything else. And if you have PTSD, I am positive that you're going to suffer a further breakdown if you try to figure out where to go for help by looking at yeah. anything that you can Google up, including USA.gov. Yeah. There is TMI out there, tremendous too much information. So based on my experience with this kind of thing, I concluded that the best advice I could give to anybody who is suffering from PSE and having a hard time getting organized and getting treatment, call the office of their local representative. Ooh. Because okay. there are staffers there, and these guys worry about keeping their constituents happy. Okay. You'll get a call back. You won't right. go through a 20-item menu. You, now, won't does get, it, you won't get a form letter. Right. Now, does it have to be a congressman like young Duncan Hunter that we have here in San Diego who's on the Military Affairs Committee and, and military himself? Or do you think that any U.S. congressperson will help? I think you could go down the ladder further. I think uh, I think the uh, assembly persons in our state okay. would, be, would be helpful. The That's point good. is that you write the government, what do you get back? If you're lucky, you get a form letter back. Okay. If you call the government, what happens? You got a 20-plus menu. Right. It's totally unresponsive. Right. You, you're looking for treatment for something, PTSD, anything you can think of. What what do you encounter? You encounter an amazing deluge of information. Who's going to help you deal with the amazing deluge of information? It's tough huh? enough to have PTSD, and then when you need help and you're struggling with PTSD, that only adds to your anxiety. I've got a good friend of mine who's a disabled Iraqi uh, war veteran who struggles really deeply with this. And as he, you know... And, Trying to work through the machinations of the VA was just an absolute nightmare. And I found out that ye yesterday that the administrator of the Nevada hospital, uh, VA hospital, received bonuses. Over two, almost 300 administrators in the VA have received bonuses, Stan, while we have veterans, veterans dying. Many of them are dying because of suicide, because of PTSD, because they're not getting treatment or their meds are wrong. And it's it, it's just become an epidemic, and they don't know really where to go to for help. Well, let's go back. The bureaucrats are guess who? The bureaucrats are the experts. The bureaucrats and the progressive constellation of things are entitled to get bonuses because they know. Well, it's, it's like unions, you know. It's like it's not unions. performance. It's like school teachers or like, you know, my mom worked for almost every federal agency you can think of. I think she worked for everyone, but state maybe she might even work for state and it didn't matter which agency she worked at your performance did not matter it was all about tenure as long as you showed up with the pulse you were getting a bonus but but the guys who are at the top administrative levels they're not unionized they're still right. getting the bonuses and they're still not doing anything to earn them yeah hey we got a little background noise it was, things are getting heated across the wall i gotta send dylan over there be a bouncer kind of bust things up over there so is this something that, you know, we're in a military town. We've got a lot of military oh, here. Yeah. Is this something that you, you have to deal I with in him. your practice? I see them. I have Marines come in. Generally, it's Marines. And they've had two or three deployments. And some of these guys are just jumping over the desk. Yeah. I mean, you, you can tell that they have considerable problems, you know, 
keeping their self-control intact and dealing rationally with situations, making appropriate choices. And divorce is tough enough oh, yeah, without yeah, adding that in yeah. and having, having to go yeah. through it, w- struggling with that. Yeah, you come back from your latest deployment when you've been shot at and discover that your wife has gone back to mommy and she wants a divorce and how are you going to get to see your kids, who maybe you've only seen once or twice in the last year anyway. Yeah. So this is, this is another major contributing factor to the whole problem. I mean, these guys come back, they've served their country, they've, they've done everything they can do, they've laid their lives on the line, a lot of them, and do they, do they need this? No. No, you know. It's tragic. How do you help them? I mean, how do you deal with that? Because you've got clients that are working in big firms here, and then, you know, you how do you shift from working with CEOs of a top company here in San Diego to then having that kind of situation to deal with him or is it just all the same to you no it's not all the same how do you you have to you have to exercise a good deal more empathy when you're dealing with people who have psychological and emotional issues what advice do you have to any military person listening who's looking at having to deal with divorce and is there any advice that you can you can give to them that's specific to their needs boy um to some extent, the advice I give to everybody, try to disengage, mm-hmm. you know, recognize that you are going to get divorced. Mm-hmm. Because by the time they hit my office, they're all getting divorced. Right. And what it should be and is, with the exception possibly of custody of children and visitation, it's a financial situation. It's an accounting problem. Okay. Stick with the accounting problem. Right. Okay? You're not going to change the fact that you're getting divorced. Right. It's going to drive you crazy, perhaps, particularly if she is unfaithful to you while you're on deployment, which often happens. But, you know, that's where we are. It's 2014, mm-hmm. and this has been a no-fault state like all the other states for a long time. Now, do you have any... Um so basically, your advice is just to protect their emotions and in, in their mental state by just keep staying focused on that it's yep. an accounting issue, yep. and just being good to themselves. Yep. And when it comes to the kids, then then we've got some real work to do mm-hmm. because the principal problem is usually geography. Yeah. Um, because while 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 military man is on deployment, wife goes back home to mommy back yep. in Idaho somewhere. Yep, you got it. <clears throat> so th- that's, yeah. You know, and I, I have to tell people sometimes. Look, you have to make a decision. Um, if you want to have genuine involvement with your kids under these circumstances, think seriously about moving to Idaho. Yeah, as you just said. Yeah, um, especially if you've got PTSD, because maybe being closer to your kids will help alleviate the stress. Because trying to see them while you're on deployment and they're living someplace else. Now, do do oftentimes military personnel struggling with this? Do they try to hide it because they're scared it's going to affect custody? You know, I I I don't have enough experience with it to really know, but I I expect from what little I've seen that there is a great reluctance to say I get a problem. Right. Now, of course, all these people cannot be labeled with PTSD. I mean, PTSD, to the extent it's got defined contours, is not everybody who comes back from a war zone. There are some people who come back. They have, they have clinically speaking, other issues, right. some of which may be just as, um, just as life 
disturbing as PTSD is. But right. there is a reluctance, I think, to take it seriously, mm-hmm. particularly with people who have been successful in their military careers. Right. Because these guys, primi- it's girls. They're girls. They're girls and guys. These, these people have a self-image that they can deal with anything themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, they can deal with a Mujahideen coming at them with a six-inch knife and an AK-47. They can deal with long deployments. They can deal with being out in the boondocks and not washing for a month. Right. You know, they're self-reliant people. And right. they're used to, many of them are used to leadership roles. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult for these people to say, God, I'm crashing over here right. in my head. Right. Very difficult. And that's got to make it difficult for you and, and other and other professions dealing with them. And I nobody has given that advice yet. This VA scandal is really deep, Stan. People aren't getting the help that they need. And nobody suggested uh, calling, a, you know, the a state assemblyman and, and trying to get th- help have utilized that resource. That's their job is to help us and their constituents to help these these people get through the maze and get the help that they well, need. Here's, here's the deal. Nobody's looking for, oh, you want to get divorced? Here's my 50-page booklet on getting divorced. Right. You don't want to hear that. Right. They want to hear, what do I do next? Right. They want advice. Right. You know? You right. have a problem like PTSD, you don't want to be looking at 3,000 entries in Google about where you can go and what you can search. You want somebody to pick, pick up the phone, call somebody, see somebody face-to-face, get some advice. Now, the advice may not be exactly on target. Maybe it's somebody giving you the advice that doesn't know as much as they should know. But at least you're going to get some advice. You're going to be pointed in some direction. Well, if people want advice, how do they get it from you? How do they get a hold of you, Stan? They just call 760-438-8460, and they ask to talk to me. And Mm -hmm. there'll be a warm-blooded person who will answer the phone. There will be no three or four-item menu. Mm Mm-hmm. And nobody will have to press one for, for English? Nobody will have to press one for English or Spanish. All right. We do love our Spanish-speaking population. Well, absolutely. We I, love I love them. one of my best buddies group in TJ, and if she's listening, love you, BBD. Um, but she's actually a conservative Republican politically because she understands the free market system and that that's how she came here legally and rose out of poverty. Hey, we got to uh, take it from there. Take it on to Facebook and, and Twitter at Andrea K5 to keep the conversation going. We will see you next week right here at 11 a.m. on financialnewsandtalk.com. This is the Andrea K. Show wishing you all a great week.